accumulation, preservation, generation. At Busey Bank, these are the principles we use to build meaningful financial partnerships with our clients and their families. With sound advice and vast resources, partner with Busey for a personalized approach to your legacy. Busey Bank, building business, growing wealth since 1868. Member FDIC. Hammer and Nigel. Can you believe these characters are weirdos? So let's rock it! My name is Nigel. Jason Hammer right over there. Sorry, uh, Hammer, I was late getting on the uh, microphone there. I want to say happy birthday to my beautiful uh, mother-in-law. Oh, all right. Linda. It's her birthday today. It was just, uh, I, we're going to the Hibachi Grill there in Whitestown later after we get off the air. I was just putting in my order with my wife because I have to get there a little bit late. So Mimi is, uh, I won't say her age. I'll be polite. You She's 21. She's 21 years old. And she is the best. Uh, she we, we wouldn't be able to function without her. So happy birthday, Linda. We love you. Now, uh, while Trump was on with Hannity last night, Ron DeSantis, governor of Florida, uh, trailing Trump in the polls because running for uh, president of the United States, running for that Republican nomination. Ron went on with old Jake Tapper of CNN. And this was a pretty interesting conversation. And to his credit and rare acts of journalism, Jake Tapper didn't act like an activist. Jake Tapper wasn't Caitlin mm. Collins during that conversation with Donald Trump, where she was trying to fact check him, fact check him yeah. in real time. So here's a little bit of that conversation. If you watched Trump on Hannity last night, perhaps you missed Ron DeSantis on with Jake Tapper. Here he is discussing the justice system. Uh, this country is going down the road of criminalizing political differences, and I think that's wrong. Alvin Bragg stretched a statute in, in Manhattan to be able to try to target Donald Trump. Most people, even people on the left, acknowledge if that wasn't Trump, that case would not have likely been brought uh, against a normal civilian. And so you have a situation where the Department of Justice, FBI, uh, have been weaponized uh, against people they don't like. And the number one example of that happened to be against Donald Trump with the Russia collusion. Uh, that was not a legitimate investigation that was being done to try to drive Trump out of office. And so what I've said as president, my job is to restore a single standard of justice to end weaponization of these agencies. We're going to have a new FBI director on day one. Uh, we're going to have big changes at the Department of Justice. Americans across the political spectrum need to have confidence that what is going on is based on the rule of law, not based on what political tribe you're in the first 30 seconds were fluff the ending is all i care about tell me what you're yeah. going to do day one and i guess nige i guess i just don't understand the fascination of people wanting to hear ron DeSantis's thoughts on donald trump because a lot of people want to hear that, and I, I just don't get it. It gets clicks. It gets attention. Trump's a polarizing figure. He was the president of the United States. And the unprecedented uh, steps of indicting uh, a former president over pure garbage is is something of interest to people. I think it's interesting, again, that 
DeSantis is now defending Donald Trump when he was asked about those initial charges from Alvin Bragg. If you remember what DeSantis said, he blew him off and said, yeah, I really don't know anything about hush money payments from uh, porn stars, you know, and it was kind of a flip cavalier attitude, which he probably should have said was uh, Donald Trump is a constituent. He lives in Florida. I will do everything to make sure that he, he does, you know, doesn't have to be, ex- you know, just he could have said any number of things. Even though Trump went after him, he probably should have went that route. But now he is defending Donald Trump. And again, Jake Tapper, like everybody else, apparently on CNN, wanted Ron DeSantis's thoughts on the current legal situation yeah. of Donald Trump. This country needs to have a debate about the country's future. If I'm the nominee, we'll be able to focus on President Biden's failures, and I'll be able to articulate a positive vision for the future. I don't think it serves us good to have a presidential election focused on what happened four years ago uh, in January. And so I want to focus on looking forward. I don't want to look back. I I do not want to see him. I hope he doesn't get charged. I don't think it'll be good for the country. Uh, But at the same time, I've got to focus on looking forward, and that's what we're going to do. And that's what Ron DeSantis has to say in that first debate. The first debate, because it's the first one, it's something new at the time, will always have the most eyeballs on it. Whether or not Donald Trump is there or not, that's what Ron DeSantis has to do. Talk about what you're going to do day one. Talk about how the country has to move forward and has to stop worrying about what happened in 2020. If Ron DeSantis is successful at doing that in the first debate, maybe he gets a little bump in the polls. Here's a little bit more of that conversation on CNN last night. We watched this crap so you don't have to. Ron DeSantis on the current state of the United States military. Well, why do we have the worst recruiting uh, that we've had since the Vietnam conflict? Uh, Why have great warriors being driven off, such as with the COVID-19 shot mandates? These were people that had been performing admirably. A lot of them had had COVID. They had natural immunity. They were told, take this shot or leave. So I think you've had a big problem uh, with morale. You clearly have a problem with recruiting. And at this level, everybody has acknowledged these recruiting levels are at a crisis. Why is that the case? Uh, I think it's because people see the military losing its way, not focusing on the mission and focusing on a lot of these other things, which, man, we see that in other aspects of society as well. People want to join the military, I think, because they think it's something different. And I think some of the civilian leaders in the military are trying to have the military mimic corporate America academia. That's ultimately not going to work. Yeah, I mean, the military, there's aspects of the military that are ridiculous and that they are being injected with this woke ideology and i'll give you a perfect example there's a memo that just went out the transgender soldiers receiving hormone therapy can avoid deployment for as many as 300 days this according to the department of defense memo in 2023 sort of outlining treatment for um for transgender soldiers and that's just one example (laughs) <laughs> like if I'm if I'm thinking about entering the military and wait, trans soldiers in the military can avoid deployment if you're experiencing homo, uh, hormone therapy, receiving hormone therapy, and maybe even top and bottom surgeries. Who's going to pay for that? That's, that's just one example of what he's talking about there. Whether it's DeSantis or Trump, whoever the Republican nominee is. If indeed the stars align and they win the presidential election, 
Think about all the changes they have to make on day one because you have to fire some of these ridiculous woke military generals. You have to fire the attorney general. You have to fire the FBI director. You have to fire the press secretary. There's a lot of house cleaning and it needs to be full house cleaning. That's the big mistake Donald Trump didn't do last time. When he won the presidency in 2016, he came in, he left a lot of people in place. You've got to blow these people out and have a list of people ready to go to replace them on day one.